Bible reading this morning comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5. It's uh, Paul writing. I'm going to be reading from verses 17 through to 21. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. That God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. We implore you on Christ's behalf, be reconciled to God. God made him who had no sin to be sin for us, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. What a privilege to share with you today, and especially as this passage is one of my all-time favourite passages in Scripture. But firstly, I want to begin by showing you a wonderful old photo that we have in my family. It shows my grandfather as a young man with a row of fish in front of him. It was taken in about 1958, and the story goes that my grandmother and my mother both believed my grandfather went out fishing one day and came back with these amazing fish. He was so proud of them that he posed for this photo with his catch, not something that was done every few minutes as it is done today. But do you notice anything unusual about the photo? The fish are all the same size. He never caught a thing that day. He went and purchased the fish to pretend he had caught them. Now I know all good fishermen have secretly wished they could do this at times. My grandfather died not long after this photo when my mum was only 15. And my grandmother never questioned this photo until 20 years later when she said to my mum, I knew all along your father was exaggerating but I never told him I knew. It just seemed too good to be true. This photo seemed too good to be true, but my grandfather believed till his dying day that he had got away with his great exaggeration. And this passage that we've heard today seems almost too good to be true, doesn't it? Verse 20 says that we would be called ambassadors for Christ, that we represent Christ, that God is making his appeal through us? It seems unbelievable to call us ambassadors for Christ. Seems too good to be true, right? Well, the context of this passage is that Paul wrote to Corinthians at a really vulnerable time in his life. He had learned that the church at Corinth was struggling in many ways similar to how the church is struggling now, and he sought to try to preserve the unity of those believers. The love of Christ compelled Paul to speak. Paul couldn't help but share with the Corinthians that being Christ's ambassador was always God's initiative and that it is God's work to bring all to Christ. Well, I love this word ambassador. I've always had an interest when I hear of ambassadors in the news. 
people who live in another country but represent their own country. And here we are called to be ambassadors of the Anointed One, to represent the Anointed One. What an amazing job Paul is telling us we have. So today I have a question for us then as ambassadors of Christ. Do you think of yourself as an ambassador for Christ? Who do you think you are? Because when you know who you are, you'll know what to do. Now, I've been a teacher for around 24 years. I can say that I am a teacher. And when I know my role as a teacher, it totally changes the way I teach, particularly in my confidence in how I teach. You could say I'm a doctor. And when you know your role as a doctor, it changes how you behave. You can say I'm a student and you behave accordingly when you know your role. When you know who you are, you'll know what to do. But I know that's not as easy as it sounds and unfortunately that is not always true for many of us. The problem for many of us followers of Christ is this. We don't know who we really are in Christ. We don't know how Christ has changed our lives. Have you ever thought about that? How has Christ made you different? How has your life been changed by Christ? Not what have you done as a Christian, but how has Christ made you different? It's a tricky question. Often we're not sure, we're not convinced that we are changed by Christ and hence because we don't know who we are, we are unable to act. And this often comes out in little actions we have. Pete and I often laugh because when we go anywhere for dinner, almost every time someone says, let's say grace for the food, and everyone's eyes immediately turn to Pete to do it. But sometimes when he's asked others to do it, we get the answer, oh, I'm just an ordinary or normal Christian. You're the minister. I'm just a... Isn't that a statement that really doesn't bring glory to God? I remember saying, I'm just a mum once, and God really convicted my heart to never say that again. I am called by God to be a mum, as many of you are, and so we are not ordinary mums. I've heard people say, I'm just an ordinary Christian or a normal Christian, I couldn't do that. This phrase is an oxymoron because the fact you are a Christian means there is nothing ordinary about you. We are all equally precious and special in the eyes of God. We are saved by Christ and filled with the same Holy Spirit that raised Christ from the grave. Every one of us has the same power when we pray in the name of Jesus. If you have access to the very throne of God any time, then you are not ordinary. If you have the authority to use the name of Jesus and move mountains, then you are not ordinary. If you are a follower of Jesus, there is nothing ordinary about you, according to the scriptures. When you know who you are, you'll know what to do. Let's go back to this verse 20. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors as though God were what? Making his appeal through us. God is going to make his appeal to your workmates, family and friends through you. Oh, what a calling on our lives. What purpose our lives then have. 
You are an ambassador for Christ, every one of us at CMP. It's the greatest calling we will ever receive. It's higher than a CEO or the head of a company. It's higher than any standards our world says about success. You are an ambassador sent by God. So you are the highest ranking believer sent by God to represent him in the place where God has placed you. Right now, God has placed us to be living through a pandemic. He has placed us to be right here in Sydney in tough times. He wants us to be ambassadors to our scared and afraid world. And while we may be fearful too, we know God is working powerfully in ways we can't even see. When you know who you are, you'll know what to do. Jesus said in John 15:16, "You did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you to go and bear fruit, fruit that will last." As Christ's ambassadors, we are not elected by people. We are chosen and appointed by God. It doesn't matter what people think. We are called by God and given this mandate by him. I've recently loved watching Brody's TikTok video thingies that he's posting every day. If you haven't seen them, they are 30 seconds or so of him sharing the Bible and what it means every day. Doesn't matter what people think, he's going to share Christ via TikTok. When you know who you are, you'll know what to do. When you dwell on this and let it run through your mind again and again, everything changes. The way we speak, the way we act, the way we behave, it all changes if we know who we are. See yourself as an ambassador for Christ and everything changes. Every conversation changes. Every chance meeting with someone changes. Every interaction we have with another human actually changes if we see ourselves as ambassadors. As Christ's ambassador, you never represent yourself. You always represent Christ. We go under his mandate and with his authority. So it's never about you or me. It's about Christ and the great work that he has already done. I may not be the best speaker, I may not be a Bible scholar, I will make many mistakes, but I am chosen and appointed and so I speak on God's behalf. My confidence is not in myself but the one who has called me therefore how you see yourself must change because of Christ you have been a sinner weak and poor in spirit but now you are righteous strong and rich in spirit the old has gone your sins are forgiven the butterfly that you have become can never return back to being a caterpillar And then Paul makes it even more amazing by telling us in verse 19 that God has committed to us the message of reconciliation. If you are a Christian, then you are the us in this statement. It is your calling. It is your ministry. You did not choose to take it up. It was given to you. You are on a special assignment every one of us. I remember when I started my teaching career I absolutely knew from a young girl that was one role in my life that I was called to do. 
And so it has always brought me great fulfillment and happiness. I love teaching. I see purpose in it every time I teach. But I also see purpose when I share a coffee or walk on the beach with a friend. God has called us to both large and small things to reconcile us and others to God. You are God's chosen instrument. Whether in big or small ways, you can speak as God's ambassador. You may feel that you don't have the courage, like Gideon, who was hiding, or you cannot speak properly, like Moses, or even you don't have the heart to do it like Jonah. The fact remains, you are God's chosen instrument for this generation. We don't need to question his wisdom. We can just speak some simple words and we'll realise that God uses them to encourage someone in ways you did not expect. Maybe it's just showing love to a family member we find difficult. That's what an ambassador does. That's what Christ's ambassador does. And when you believe that's who you are, you'll know what to do. It seems too good to be true, just like my grandfather's fish. But God has given you a message the world needs. Let's be courageous and share it. Because when we do, we can be absolutely confident that God's promise through Isaiah still bears good God-glorifying fruit. Isaiah 55.10 says, For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven and do not return there without watering the earth and making it bud and sprout and furnishing seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be which goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty without accomplishing what I desire and without succeeding in the matter for which I sent it. Church, let's be courageous this week and share who we are in Christ with our world. And then let's see what God does with that. Amen.